When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Hour number three of the Out of Bounds Show brought to you by Extra Mile Automotive. Extra Mile Automotive in Pearl. Extra Mile Automotive in Pearl. That's where I take my vehicles, everything under the hood, small or big issues or maintenance. Extra Mile Automotive in Pearl right by the Pizza Shack right down from the Mississippi Braves Stadium. Extra Mile Automotive. Highly recommend them. They do a great job. Vehicle repairs powered by Extra Mile Automotive in Pearl. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors Caller Line, 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. And our Ag Up Equipment text line is... 601-885-3776. You can give us a follow on Twitter. Also, Twitter, Twitter, at Bow Bounds. And we'll talk a little golf at 930, U.S. Open Week, Los Angeles. And I love that the U.S. Open paired uh, Rory McIlroy with Brooks Kepka. This is awesome. And I, I love Brooks Kepka's approach. It's just all about golf. He doesn't care what you, you know, you can think you're the golf ambassador and you're trying to, you know, you're going to have a say in what golf's going to look like in the next five to 10 years. But Brooks is, a, hey man, I got a small window. Let's see how many majors I can win. And he's coming off winning the PGA championship. Um, He played great. Look. You know, can he win in L.A.? Sure. You got Scheffler. You got McElroy, Cantlay, uh, among others. We'll see if what maybe a Jordan Spieth or Cam Smith or Justin Thomas, among many others. It's crazy how good the golf is 
this day, kind of like the leaderboard last weekend. You were like, who? And yet all those guys are good. And then look at who went into the playoffs. I mean, they weren't marquee players. I mean, the, the gung-ho golfers know who they are, but those were not marquee players. The great, great Sunday and, and four-hole playoff. I was there for it, all over it. Um, with the big news, Saudi Arabia and their public investment fund um, taking over as the money behind pro golf all over the world, that's going to be one of the big topics this week in Los Angeles as they go Q&A with the play. Already has been and will continue to be as they go Q&A with the players. I wonder who will be the biggest celebrity at the event this weekend. Does LeBron drop by? Um, and Matthew Stafford's not in the same space as LeBron, but he is the L.A. Rams quarterback, Sean McVay, head coach, Justin of the Rams, Justin Herbert, quarterback for the Chargers. Uh, now, as far as actors and actresses, you could go, I mean, how many of those men and women love golf? I kind of think of Cigar Aficionado, which is my favorite magazine. I mean, how many times they profile celebrities who love golf, including Michael Jordan. See, I would assume Steph Curry is going to be there, too. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a big golf guy. Aaron Rodgers is a big golf guy. Aaron's a big uh, golf guy. So is Tony Romo. He's a big golf Romo. guy. So I could see a lot of sports outside of golf. Who has... I think you're on to something. Alex, will you look up who has the U.S. Open? Is it on NBC? Uh, you mentioned Romo. Um, Nance was calling the the RBC, whatever, Canadian Open last week, which surprises me, honestly, that he calls those tournaments. But, hey, more power to him. It's on NBC? Okay. Um, Jason, you may be on to something there. St- Steph Curry loves golf, and he's good at golf. Um, The MLB players... It's, they're playing. So this will be more NFL and NBA driven along with Hollywood. And there's plenty of people high up, you know, big time success, successful people. Now, a lot of people we don't know, like these awesome directors and producers that have, you know, been able to roll out X amount of movies or now series on any number of the platforms from Netflix to Prime to Max. Um, I can't imagine how many of those type men and women will be in the chalets. Um, but yeah, there could be, there There will be some serious stuff. And can you, ima- can you imagine what the Pro-Am look like today? I mean, I assume they still do a Pro-Am even in a, go- in a tournament that big. Maybe they don't. Man, I know we, you got to do them in most of the tournaments. Well, for example, ours, that's where they get their juice. The Monday and Wednesday Pro-Am, right? Charge a company a lot of money. You get representation there, and then you, you ask three or four clients to come, and you get four hours on the course, maybe more, because a lot of times those take a while to ham it up, mix it up, and thank them, and so on. Will you look that up, Alex, see if they have a Pro-Am? I don't know if the U.S. Open does. I mean, Augusta doesn't. So, how does that work? I should know that with the majors. Maybe they're too big for that. Maybe it's all the other, or a lot of the other tournaments. And I wonder if there's some outside of that that don't have, even outside of the majors, that they're just so well-funded. Like Waste Management Open. 
I would think waste management has two huge pro amps that week, wouldn't you? Like Monday's packed and Wednesday's packed, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have to do that. TPC, among other some our list. Some there's some golf nerd listening. Hit me up. Ag up equipment text line 601-885-3776. I'm for Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. I don't think Phil's got it in him. Do y'all? I mean, I know he's played some good golf in the last year. And he won the PGA. He won it last year or the year before, which is remarkable. I don't know if Phil's that's the one that's eluded him. He had a couple opportunities. He just couldn't. He just played his wrist level, you know, just couldn't keep some of the clubs in the bag and so on. I doubt Phil's got it. Uh, Scheffler's a beast. See if McElroy. Okay, so Stephen tells me waste management has the largest pro-amp. That makes sense. I don't know if it's on Monday or Wednesday, but, I mean, you, you we all know about that tournament. What is it, in February or March? It's early in the in the schedule. And Waste Management's done an unbelievable job, and they've created that organization where they raise a gazillion dollars for charity. Obviously, the Phoenix metro area, Scottsdale, Glendale, list goes on and on. And Waste Management is a monster, multi-billion dollar global company. So they figured that thing out. Uh, the, the Saudi Arabia will love to get into that and and even take that to... Well, the PIP fund, the public investment fund. Well, you know, that that's one. Here's what we know. That one's staying um, in Arizona and on the tour because, you know, you got a bunch of people raising hell. I don't know how. It looks like they have 400 chalets, and and it's one big party. So according to Steven, and he would know, he's a big golfer. He's the one that took me to the Masters. Best sport. I've been on some cool trips. Best sports trip I've ever been on by far and away best sporting event I've ever been to including the Super Bowl Final Four you know um, lots of other stuff uh, by far and away but but I still don't know if the US Open has a pro-am I don't think I don't think they have to right because Augusta National doesn't do that I mean they do all those circus events Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday you know putting and skipping it across the pond and playing with your son and bro. I mean, which is wonderful. And when you got that much money, you don't have to worry about a pro-am. Uh, Benji Nelson at nine 30. Good morning. Welcome in. confused over this list as far as uh dad gifts um i mean i get that my wife's cool but and and i'm sure there's there's a fairly large percentage of men who may get uh crappy gifts over the course of their life but i I was reading this article this morning um 38 percent of people say their dad is the hardest person to shop for 
Do you agree or disagree with that on the Ag Up Equipment text line? 601-885-3776. Bourbon is not on this list. One, it's National Bourbon Day. Brought to you by Long Branch Bourbon, which is delicious and amazing. Jason, do you think dads are... Remember, my wife buys me great gifts. Um, now, we could go through what, like, a guy wants compared to what the gift all day, you know, kind of different, kind of, the you know, classified as the same thing, whatever you want to do. Um, do you think dads are difficult to shop for? I think dads are easy to read. Like, you could tell, you know, dad likes his alone time or, you know, he likes his chair and his chair's been worn out for about 10 years. It's time for him to get a new chair sort of thing. I feel like dads are easy to read. So if you don't know what he's what he wants, then I feel like you're just not looking because I think dads are easy to buy for, especially if you know, like, their top three. Like, my dad loves his LSU sweatpants. So, like, you know, every couple of years we'll cycle out some new ones. Okay. My dad loves his chair, so if the chair's wearing out, we got to get him a new chair. Okay. And then he also loves the TV because he's retired, so those three things just fit all well together. So if one of those three things is out of motion, if you put it back in motion, he's the happiest man alive. Okay. All right. So sweatpants, chair, TV. All right. This list does not have bourbon on it, which is amazing. just mind-blowing to me because... Uh, there are plenty of men out there who enjoy a glass of bourbon every now and then and with their buddy or their wife or whoever. And to me, that should be top three on the list. Now, number one is a meal out. I mean, everybody loves to go to a really good restaurant and enjoy dinner. Two is wine. I love wine, but um, that surprises me. And we may have a wine on the show here sooner than Later, um, three is a well thought out day. I, I didn't really buy into that, but then Jason mentioned like letting your dad do whatever he wants, go fish, go get on the boat, go play golf, go watch the Mississippi Braves, whatever's going on. Last year, I went out to the Braves game, hung out with Pete and the crew. Number four is books. Interesting. Number five, I like craft beer. Sometimes guys like a, a craft beer on the patio or the deck, right? Ice cold, you get your favorite glass. Maybe you've got some kind of appetizer rolling or something on the grill. You pour a Key City beer or a Southern Prohibition, both delicious Mississippi beers. I like that. Tickets to a game, I love that. I mean, you know, go to a golf tournament, go to a baseball game, any number of things I'm in. Are you a NASCAR guy, Jason? I have watched probably one eighth of one NASCAR race. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, we'll that that'll line up perfectly on this show. I went and broadcast from Talladega. This is crazy because I I didn't know I'd never watched NASCAR in my life. Didn't even know what kind of what was I mean, I understood they drove around in a circle. And that's probably why I hadn't, but 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 so <laughs> One of our big clients, first year I'm on the air. This is when we had no idea what we were doing, uh, which was awesome in a way. Um, we, we go over to Talladega, and I broadcast from the Talladega Museum. 
on Friday. And then I got his press passes, which were all access. I mean, these dudes were from a huge tire company, okay? They had gone like 22 years in a row. But I I got them, and they had they had been in the pit or in the inner infield, whatever you call it. But I got his press passes, and we had even more access than they had ever had. Because like Crown Royal back then and all these little, all these, you know, they, they set up things in, in the infield throughout the weekend. Um, and then, and then we went to the race and I didn't realize it was going to be a sea of red for, for Dale Earnhardt Jr. But that I did go, I did attend and went to both the Bush race back then. It was the Bush Bush beer Bush race on Saturday. And I went to Dega on Sunday and Gordon won. He beat Earnhardt Jr. by a half a length of a car. We had a great time, but I checked that box. Like, I want to go back to the Masters. I want to go back to the Final Four. I want to go, you know, to some other things. But I'm, I'm good on that. All right. So, t- that was tickets to a game. Number seven is aftershave. Ladies, don't do that. All right. Well, it can be one of the gifts. It can be one of the Like, I'm looking here at what Josh Raggio just posted from Raggio Mercantile Shop. And this makes sense. Speaking of awesome Father's Day gifts, Raggio just threw up some everyday carry Yeti backpacks in two sizes. They are good looking. You go to Raggio Mercantile on Instagram or Raggio Mercantile on Facebook. These are good looking carry Yeti backpacks for dad. He'll be happy with that. And these gloves that he threw up, kind of every day, work around a little bit. They're they're really good looking. So, and also this canvas and leather cooler at Raggio Mercantile Shop in Raymond. Raggio will join us before the week's out. Where was I? Seven. All right. Eight is tech. We talked about that, Jason. And then nine is an all-inclusive vacation. I'm all about that. And then 10 is swag from their favorite sports team, which you have a New York Mets hat on that I'm kind of, I'm, I'll be honest. That's one of the coolest pro sports hats I've seen ever. I'm pretty impressed. See, if you, if you're ranking Mets hats, it goes this one. And then number two is with the, the mascot, the baseball with a face. With the hat on, I think that I like one, that. That one's probably number two, uh, but but this one is like you know at first glance it gives you that Yankees look, mm-hmm. and then then you get that Mets look. So my girlfriend did a great job of this one. She did. You know when I went to the Atlanta Braves baseball game last year and I bought a a, a Braves hat and I love it. I can't remember where it is. I got to find it. But it's the old A, kind of like even Dale Murphy and before. Yeah. It's red, white, and blue, and it's super. I spent, I don't ever do this because I just, I like merch, but I'm not that into it. But I was solo and I was hanging out in Atlanta for a couple of days. I told everybody I kept going to Burn by Rocky Patel, super cool cigar bar. You can find Rocky Patel cigars at Havana Smoke Shop. But Jason, I was, uh, you know, roaming around all day before the game. So I actually went into the Braves merch shop like eight hours before the game. And looked at like most of the hats and the hat that I picked, I was very, 
very happy with. For sure. Are you a uh, like getting merchandise at the game sort of? No, guy? I'm not. No, that's why it was crazy that that I that I actually. But I thought, you know, I've been to so many different things and I haven't picked up anything. It's time to start picking up some things. So I really like my Braves hat, and I think I'm going to wear it on the show tomorrow. We're giving away a fifty dollars gift certificate to Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Hit us up on the text line. Who's going to win the U.S. Open? And then show us that you're either subscribed to our YouTube channel, Out of Bounds Sports, or our podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Text line 601-885-3776. Benji Nelson, Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors, where you go to get your next easy go golf car. Coming up next, we'll talk golf, U.S. Open, and Saudi Arabia. We do talk golf throughout the year, but with the disruption in golf the last year and then what happened last week with the announcement of Saudi Arabia and the PIF fund that had started Live, and then the PGA Tour and the DP Tour, which was the European Tour, uh, basically decided to partner and allow the public investment fund to be the uh, major money backer of pro golf really all over the world. I think that just um, threw all of us off. And the and Benji Nelson and I were talking during the break. How did they do this and it not leak in a world of iPhones and we all have access to apps and the web and we all text each other way too much? And, oh, and speaking of, Jimmy Dunn, chairman, who Benji was texting me last week and I didn't realize some of the things. I, I knew who he was but didn't realize the whole deal. What is this app called? Yeah, the WhatsApp. How about a 55-plus, 60-plus-year-old man yeah. on the um, WhatsApp? And I didn't even know much about this. I knew my kids did, but because we went to the Domini- Dominican Republic, our concierge asked my family to connect with him through the WhatsApp, and that's how he communicated with us three weeks ago. Long story short, it's not an app that I've really ever used so we welcome in benji nelson ben nelson golf and outdoors that's where you go to get your next easy go golf car you're listening out of bounds espn 105.9 the zone all right benji so somebody whose dad had uh worked for the pga for 25 years you've been in golf your whole life and we've all been tracking the live pga thing mm-hmm. and i actually think it's been kind of good for golf because it's kept them in the news and you know um and it's polarizing. Mm-hmm. But what was your reaction last week when you heard about this? Oh, it was, I'll be honest, it was a gut punch. I mean, initially, you know, and uh, to, you know, to uh, to have been, you know, and I'm a pro PGA Tour sure. guy, right? I sure. mean, my dad worked for him, even though I'm, I was never a player or a, or an employee of the PGA Tour. I mean, I was close enough to it and, and, and got to experience so much of it and meet so many people and, create so many different relationships because of the PGA tour, you know, it, it's great. So I've always been in their, in their corner. Right. And, um, uh, you know, for, for that to have come out last week, it just, it blew me away. 
Um, you know, and there's still so many things that we don't know, right? It's right. hard to really form an opinion about what's going to happen when nobody knows what's going to happen, yeah. you know, and, and both sides are talking, you know, and both, you know, you're getting conflicting messages, you know, depending on who you talk to. So you just really don't know what's going to happen. Well, you're right. And, and when you look at it, um, the fact that Jimmy Dunn was able to facilitate this mm-hmm. and like you and I were talking during the break, fly over to Europe, meet with Yasir, who's the King's right hand and heads up the Saudi Arabia PIF public investment fund and meet and play golf. And nobody recognized that they right. were together. How extraordinary is that in this day and age? It, it, it blows me away to think that they were able to pull that off. Um, and they would go, go over there, have dinner, play golf, and nobody sees them or recognizes them and puts two and two together, uh, you know, and, and uh, throughout that whole process. I think the four or five meetings that they had and, and uh, you know, the fact that Monaghan actually went over there and, and met with him in person and, and how, that, how that never came out, I just crazy. All right, what about, is it a double-edged sword for you? Because of your ties to the PGA, the well, PGA Tour, but also knowing that the PIF, the fun, what the current model wasn't sustainable, correct. what the players wanted at twenty to twenty-five million dollar purses, corporate America. It looks like to me, Benji, you probably know more about it than I do, that these corporations are willing to do ten, maybe fifteen, and that the public investment fund will be able to kick in X amount of money throughout the tour and take it to the level that these players wanted as Mm -hmm. far as monetizing their Mm -hmm. worth during a certain time in their life because we all know they can't play on the tour forever. Right. I mean, that's one thing we we do know for sure, and that's the fact that it's all about the money. Right. You know, and um, the what, you know, it's it's becoming, and you kind of thought this along the way, um, you know, when they came out with the, the elevated status of, of certain tournaments and the, right. the purses that they were coming out with. And you just, you knew that that was not sustainable, mm-hmm. you know, that the current model did not support that. And the current TV deal didn't support that. And, and you just, you knew that, that that was, you know, hard for them to go down that road. Um, but you know, what's coming out now, obviously the fact they've spent $50 million to date on legal fees alone, to dip in the reserves uh, to the tune of a hundred million dollars to, to do these elevated events, you know, the, the tour, it's obvious they had no choice. They, they were in a, they, from a monetary standpoint, they couldn't win. So Jimmy Dunn, who is a wildly successful businessman who golf has been a big, big part of his life and is, was also, uh, you know, devastated by nine 11. Mm Mm-hmm had to look at it and say, as someone who's on the board of the PGA, even if this isn't what I want to do, this is what we have to do to say pro golf in the game that I love. Do you, do you think it's something around we're we're kind of hovering around the right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, that's probably the main reason that Jimmy Dunn was brought on the board in the first place. I mean, they, he, he was named to the policy board in November of last year. Um, and I, I have a feeling it was probably for that very reason. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm sure he fought it right for a month. You know, ha- but the bottom line is the PGA has 800 million, um, and like you said, they're blowing through some of that in reserves. Mm-hmm. And Yasir and the King of Saudi Arabia have 
700 billion, it's not even me. I mean, we can figure this out pretty easily. Right. As for, now, we were talking to Matt Janella. Yeah. And Matt thinks that they'll scale it back, Benji. I, I think we're around 44 tournaments, give or take. It may be 42, whatever. Um, obviously, we're lucky to have one and have had one for a while. But he thinks that the money will go up, but that they'll cut the tournaments down to around, give or take, 30. Is that how you see it rolling out in the you next know, I don't couple know. years? I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not in tune to that, to that level. I do think that they'll come, you know, come to some sort of understanding of what's best for the players right. you know, and provide something better for them. Um, you know, my, my hope is that they take some of this money and elevate professional golf from the bottom, No doubt. you know, and you think about so many guys that are, that are struggling and trying, trying to make a living playing professional golf. And, uh, if you're not on the PGA tour, um, you know, you're, you're not making any money, you know, you're not making a living. I mean, the corn Ferry you make, you can make you know, a living. Um, but, uh, but beyond that, I mean, it's 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 very difficult. Not, and, and I hope it, you know, at some point that they elevate it from the bottom. Okay, I think you're hitting on something. They they have the ability, whatever it'll be named, Corn Ferry or something else, Aramco, who knows, among many other things. Even if they pump twenty to thirty million just in that tour, that mm-hmm. changes the game for these guys that you're referencing. Absolutely, hundred guys or so that are trying. It's like minor league, it's like double AA, A, triple A, sure. You know, MLB, right? And we just saw them pump a bunch of money into to minor league baseball in the last couple of years. That could be great because you never know. It could be a guy who is not there at 23, but he's there at 27. His game continues to evolve and develop, and he's able to to make money on the Corn Ferry Tour, get on the tour at 27, Benji, and then play for seven or eight years on right. the big boy tour. That's right. You know, and, and there are several, I mean, dozen or so Mississippi, you know, young guys that are, that are out there trying to play. And, right. You know, and uh, it, it's it's difficult. Yeah, I, It's not what people think it is. It's kind of like minor league baseball. Jake Mangum was like, uh, it's not all kicks and games. <laughs> exactly. You know, six games a week, 140 games. Um, you know, people may think it's it's awesome, but kind of like the Corn Ferry Tour travel and everything else, it's, it's not the deal. Um Benji Nelson on the Out of Bounds Show, Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors in Madison Gluckstadt in Memphis and Biloxi and the Easy Go Golf Car. Among the other things that Benji and I are going to discuss here in a few minutes, but we got to flesh out this thing with uh, with the PGA and the U.S. Open this week out in L.A. and live and so on. Okay, tell me what you think about this. Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson rubbed a bunch of people wrong. And they may have, you know, maybe taken the wrong approach. However, on some of the things that they were talking about, Greg back in the 90s, as far as, you know, we need, we need to do some different things on the tour and make it, I guess, more global. And Phil on the name, image, likeness stuff and allowing the players to make some more money. Do you think they, even though they ruffled a lot of feathers, some of what they were talking about was, was in the right ballpark? No, I mean, I think I think certainly that that uh, you know, especially you know, Phil here recently. I mean, some of what he was trying to say was was right. Yeah. You know, now the way they went about it and th- and some of the things that they went that I don't necessarily agree with. Right. But at at the same time, um, you know, to get things done, sometimes you got to do things in a in a um, different manner. Right. Well, somebody's got to shuffle, like right. shake the trees. Right. Usually, that person gets 
you know, even though there's people that want it to be done, the guy that kind of leads the charge catches all the hell, if you will. Exactly. Okay. We'll switch gears. Best player in the world right now, in your opinion, Scheffler or Kepka or somebody else? Uh, Those two, John Rahm, what he's, what he's been, uh, the heater that he's been on. um, I think certainly one of those three are, or, uh, They've got to be it. They've got to be in the conversation. I, I, one thing that's amazing to me, you know, what Brooks was able to do at, at not just winning the PGA, but came real close to winning the Masters I as know. well. I mean, he came he came really close to winning both of them. He played great in both and, tournaments. Uh, so, so in, in, in Brooks is, has always been he's always had a different approach. I mean, he's all you know the the things that went on in or the tournaments that were played in between the majors didn't get him excited, and he right. really didn't play that well. I mean, and doesn't had it. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, uh, what what he what he was able to do and and to come as far as he did in the last year because at this time last year we all thought he went to live because he was done. Right. You know, he was injured and he wasn't playing well. And well, he took the money because he didn't know if he was going to be competitive ever again. And here he is a year later, you know, winning another major and and uh, probably the best player in the world. He's playing so well. I like where you're going. You know, Scheffler, unbelievable. He's so. You know, like this golf lingo better than I do. He's so methodical. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's boring, but great. Right. Um, you know, Kepka and Rom. You don't ever know what's gonna. I just feel like they're they've got a little more juice in their game. Does mm-hmm. that make sense from a, a guy who's not yeah. a golf? Yeah. All right. Um, L.A. Country Club. So this is going to be pretty cool. Um, you know this from going to all these cool tournaments that you've been to. And you've been over to Augusta forever. Augusta doesn't tell you that stars are there. That's not their MO. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all, as you know, being over there, I can't imagine all the people you've seen in the clubhouse and off the course over the years, but that's not what they do. Now, this week, there's already articles that I've read by media out there. The U.S. Open, and I don't blame them, and the LA Country Club in Beverly Hills, they're going to embrace the stars. So this could be cool, like, at different times, all the shots that we see of an actor, actress, sport, LeBron, right. Brady, who knows. Um, and golf doesn't always kind of bring that to the forefront. So I think we're going to get a little bit of that. Plus this thing, I mean, this is a prestigious course since rolling it out in 1926. Yeah, I mean, the the L.A. Country Club is, is I'm excited to see it, you know, and, and I've never been there. I've never played golf uh, in L.A., um, I'm excited to see it. Uh, it's not one that we as traditional golf uh, enthusiasts have been had access to. You know, I mean, at least, right. you know, while you may right. never get to go play Augusta National, you've at least seen it on TV every year and you're, and you're familiar with it. I right. mean, um, LA Country Clubs, uh, up until they had the Walker Cup um, a few years ago, which Braden Thornberry, who's from Mississippi, played, uh, played in that cool. event. Um, you know, it had never been on television. So nobody had ever, if you hadn't, unless you were a member or a guest of a member, you'd never seen the place. And it is a fascinating piece of property. And to be right in the heart of Los Angeles, yeah. um, it's like having, being in New York and in Central Park being a golf course. Right. Is what, it, is what it's going to feel like and look like. And it's a beautiful piece of property. Yeah, the Four Seasons and several other, I mean, they're just right there. You got to know where you're, here's what's crazy. You got to know where you're going to be able to turn in. Mm-hmm. to the L.A. Country Club. Um, I want to know if, like, Al Michaels, if that's his course, every time he's interviewed, he plays golf every 
If he doesn't play every day, he plays six or seven days a week. And every time Dan Patrick has him on or whoever it is, he's talking about playing golf. And I think it's... Either there or Bel Air would be my that's would be right. my guess. Will y'all see um, if you can find if Al Michaels is a member of the L.A. Country Club or or Bel Air? Benji Nelson, Ben Nelson, golf and outdoors on the Out of Bounds Show. Do you want to pick a winner for this week? Ooh. Uh, well, my my heart wants Max Homan to win. Uh, he's an L.A. guy, okay. um, and he came. He's won uh, several times in California. Uh, he came really close to winning at Riviera uh, earlier this year and, okay. and to see the emote when he his he had a, a a chip on the 18th hole that if it had gone in he gotten in a playoff and it, it hit the hole and and uh, to see the emotion that came out of him about how close he came and how much it would have meant to him to win in yeah. Los Angeles um, I'm pulling really hard for him but uh, you know my my brain's probably telling me somebody like Scotty Scheffler yeah. yeah okay last weekend I don't know if you watched it because um, you've been in Bel Air at Al Michaels School. Benji Nelson on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I was watching the RBC Canadian Open on Sunday, and the last nine or ten holes were awesome, and then they went into a 14 playoff, and a Canadian won for the first time in like 400 years, and it was all cool. Did you see the g- guy get smoked yeah, by the security guard? One, yeah, he got smoked. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Somebody sent me um, a little while ago a picture that they put out on Twitter that uh, – the USGA put a hard hat in Adam's locker this week. Uh, and uh, so, so they're having a little fun with it, too. So he's coming around. He's spraying champagne. He's a Canadian finally wins their big tournament. That's fun. It's cool. And this security guard comes a- around the winner. And it was really a good, good form, good tackle. <laughs> it and it was perfect for social media. Um, and I bet that guy was like, hold on. What in, what in the world's going on here? That was funny. Um, all right, let's talk Ben Nelson golf. And did I hit everything in golf? U.S. Open winner. We hit on the Saudi Arabia stuff. You think Phil's got enough juice to not win? Okay. Was it a year ago or two years ago, or is it three now, Benji, that he won the PGA? Do you remember? Uh, it would have been uh, 21, I believe. Which was still anyway. remarkable. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, God, I mean, the way Phil performed at the Masters this year, I mean, he shot, well. you know, what, 66 or 67, whatever it was, the last round, and finished in the top, I don't remember, but top five. So, I mean, I don't want to count him out of anything. I mean, he, he looks in better shape than he's ever, than he's looked in the last 20 years. He does. Um, but, uh, but he is about 53 years old. Too, right. So, I mean, I, I, it would be, it would be a monumental task. All right, real quick on Phil, and then, and then we'll hit. Um, easy go golf cars and, and some lawnmowers and so on. Um, with Phil, I don't know if he's disliked as much as like the na- national golf media wants to tell us. Like I love Janella and Shipnook and, mm-hmm. and those guys. I think they're great. Um, and there's other dudes that do a great job. And I get how into it they are. I'm not as into it as that, but I but I love following it. Um, and we probably go overboard and nerd out on SEC football and coaches and stuff like that. But like at the Masters, you just referenced. People were cheering for him. I don't think the common fan who's busy, who's got a job, and who already fell in love with Mickelson in 2002 or four or six, Benji, I don't think there's that much animosity within just 
casual golf fans who like the game. What yeah, do you think? I would agree with that. I mean, I, I would agree with that. I okay. mean, most people just make, they form their opinions off of what they see, right? right. And what they see on television or they see him perform and, and, um, you know, don't know the person, you know, and that works both ways. I mean, there's some people that, that I have a, a bad opinion about, but I've never met the guy. Sure. I just, I just base that off of what I see or what I read. And that's, you know, that's not fair either. So, right. um, uh, I think it definitely you're definitely right about that. And he's kind of embraced the villain role because you could argue he's the second most popular or most popular golfer since Jack Nicholas along with Tiger Woods. I mean, that's kind right. of the way I see it. All right. All right. So tell me what uh how are y'all doing at uh Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors? Is everything yeah. let's see, we're I guess we're done with spring, early summer. How's everything going? Yeah, everything's good. And you know, uh uh the uh, the last couple of months, you know, weather warmed up, sun came out, mm-hmm. and and people were ready to start riding around in their neighborhoods and property and whatnot again. So we've had a good uh, good good few months. Uh, tell us again, because you don't ever know who's listening or not. Um, tell us why Easy Go Golf Car, American made, why it is the premier vehicle. Well, I think uh, you know for several reasons. One, I mean, they they date back uh, to uh, to 1954. They've been making golf cars in America and Augusta, Georgia, for since that since that time. And the research and development that they put into their products um, is second to none. Uh, the biggest thing right now in in golf car technology is lithium and lithium batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were the first ones, or Easy Go was the first ones to come out with that in 2017. And we were so fortunate to have been able to partner with Samsung, you know, yeah. is, is who we've partnered with for our batteries. And, and lithium is a great thing, and lithium battery technology is a great thing. But, but not all lithium products are equal, right? right? And the fact that we've got a product that we've got to partner with Samsung, uh, we were able to develop something. It, it was developed with EasyGo for EasyGo. You know, and for the, for that to to have happens a big advantage, and it really is the the safest lithium powertrain out there. For all the components that go together are all tied together, and we're all um, developed together in conjunction with Samsung and EasyGo. Benji Nelson on the Out of Bounds Show. We've got a minute here, Benji. Let's talk uh, lawnmowers. Okay. So Hustler, uh, we're proud to part, proud to be a dealer for Hustler. Uh, and, uh, we've, uh, we've been extremely fortunate with them as well. Uh, and they've got uh, a full line of products from, uh, from, um, the residential and consumer line sure. all the way up to a 72 or actually 104 inch commercial, uh, products. So, okay. so they, they've got, uh, they've got all the products that, uh, that you need, no matter what application you're, you're, uh, you're in for. I did not realize. Right, so Hustler um at ben nelson golf and outdoors in madison gluckstadt yep memphis yep and biloxi correct all right and easy go golf cars which are made in augusta georgia correct all right so benji thinks he's going with scheffler scheffler but you like max homan yes all right i think i remember him from earlier in the year I didn't realize he Great was from guy. LA. Follow him on Twitter. You'll get a laugh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I, I, I think it'll be a great tournament. I can't wait. To, you know, the USGA is nasty. So this, uh, who knows what the course, as far as the rough and all right. that kind of stuff, um, it can be crazy. They don't like those, you know, they don't like their winner to be um, 14 under. That's for sure. No, they don't. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, a lot of times after day one, day two, you're like, 
plus one, minus one, um, that type deal. So, well, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll do this again. Benji Nelson, Ben Nelson, Golf and Outdoors. We've got the U.S. Open this weekend. And it's in Los Angeles, as Benji said. L.A. Country Club right there in Beverly Hills. I can't wait to see what the course looks like. And they'll get that started tomorrow morning. But they'll be Pacific Coast time, so it'll be a little bit later than we're used to. And uh, we'll be giving you leaderboard updates throughout the show. I want to thank Benji Nelson, Tom Luganville for joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Lunch today brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland and Starville and Tupelo. Thanks for listening Out of Bounds on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Hope you have a good day. We'll be back tomorrow. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider. Steve will stop by at 8.30. Also, Chad Bumpus is supposed to hang out with us. I don't know what time that will be, but if we know today, I will let you know via Twitter at Bo Bounds. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow.